0: My name is Eddie Edwards, and you're listening to American Sunshine.
1: Hi, I'm Jay Lucas, and welcome to American Sunshine, the podcast where we uh, share inspiring stories, uh, the power of the human spirit, and um, get excited about all that great revitalization of all our wonderful towns and communities across New Hampshire and across America, really. And I am delighted today uh, to be joined by one of my really close, wonderful friends, uh, Eddie Edwards. Um, Eddie is just a, a, a breath of fresh air and a an optimistic, positive spirit. And for those of you who don't know Eddie, um, he grew up. He's he's from originally from Georgia. He's a, he's a Navy veteran. He's a a, um, a graduate of the FBI Academy. Uh, today he's the Assistant Commissioner of Safety here in New Hampshire. But along the way he's uh, done a number of in, very impressive things, and in, in, including being in law enforcement, uh, both as the Chief of Police in Southampton, New Hampshire but also being, and I think that very importantly, the director of, the, uh, of our Liquor Commission's Enforcement Division here in New Hampshire, uh, and of course, involved in politics, uh, caring about his community, uh, candidate for the state Senate back in 14, uh, nominee for Congress only back in 18, and most importantly, just a really good person who cares about our state, who cares about our, our country, and really proud to have a, a wonderful American, Eddie Edwards, and Welcome, Eddie. Uh, welcome to our sunshine. Thank you,
0: Jay, for that uh, warm introduction. And uh, yes, sunshine. <laughs> so thank you so much for having me.
1: <laughs> when I think sunshine, I think Eddie Edwards because you're, you're, such a, you're such a positive fellow, and and I love you and your wife Cindy, and uh, you've done so much for New Hampshire and and the uh, and the community as well uh, in Dover and beyond. Um, but you know, uh, one thing I'd love to just ask you, Eddie, is describe a little bit for our listeners your journey from Georgia to how you get to be here today. I mean, it's, it's really a remarkable story. And I think it's so inspirational.
0: Oh, well, well, thank you. I, I, um, you know, I, when I think about where I am right now today, I, I really have to give a lot of credit to my wife. Uh, she's been absolutely fantastic and supportive. Uh, you know, all of us should be uh, so blessed. I know you have a very special blessed person in your life. So we should all be so blessed to have, uh, in life like this. So, uh, but I, I grew up in Atlanta, Georgia and uh, my, my childhood was challenging. Uh, not unlike many others in, in our country and very unlike some others, but uh, it was a challenging time at that time. Yeah, it was a lot of violence, a lot of drug uh, use, abuse, uh, dealing, uh, drug dealing, and uh, many other things that happened in a neighborhood like that. Uh, And and sometimes in in a home, Uh, watching uh, domestic violence occur, uh, it's not an easy thing for for a young man. uh, I think process, uh, let alone having a young sister uh, who witnessed that, and and my mother who had to go through it. Uh, But uh, I count myself as being very very blessed to have a grandmother who. you know, stepped in and in many different ways in my life uh, to make sure that I understood very clearly that my failures were my failures and, and no one else's, and that I couldn't blame uh, my my parents, the household, I couldn't blame the neighborhood, or blame another individual. The choices that you make in life are yours. Uh, everyone goes through hard times and, and struggles, uh, and she made it very clear to me that. Um, uh, there are many people in this neighborhood who experience violence. Many people in this neighborhood are poor, uh, but they make responsible choices. And you have to make those choices. And-
1: hey, that's, that's so powerful. It really, really is. Because you had to stand up against some really difficult odds there. And it sounds like your grandmother was that rock. She was the she's that really source of inspiration for you and kind of almost a compass for you.
0: Oh, she, she very much was. Uh, I mean, uh, she, she's, uh, she was a... Uh, you know, you know, short, stout woman who uh, did not take any uh, uh, lip or mess from, me, from anyone. <laughs> I
1: can only imagine. Yeah,
0: including <laughs> in a family or in the neighborhood. I mean, she, she was very, uh, she was a very forceful person in my life. Um, and I, I think I needed that. You know, I, I had a an older sibling, for instance, who had the same opportunities and had the same guidance uh, and nurturing from my grandmother, but chose a, a different. Uh, set of values. Uh, he kind of gave into the, uh, the uh, fast street life that was uh, really uh, prevalent and, and available uh, in many different ways uh, for young men uh, uh, in Georgia at that time. And still today, uh, you know, uh, running with street gangs or, or being involved in, and uh, hustling on the streets, to, whether it was gambling, prostitution, uh, so many different things. Um, uh, and my older brother gave into a lot of those things. And, uh, it, uh, we had two very different, uh, outcomes in life, uh, yeah. coming from the same home, same neighborhood.
1: And Eddie, how did the, how did it happen that you made the transition into the U S Navy? And what, what was that like going from the, the neighborhood in Atlanta to the U S Navy? And, and, um, the, I can only imagine the different, the, what, what a tra- transformational experience that might've been for you.
0: Yeah, well, actually, my my father said to me at this moment that uh, you're not just going to sit around and do nothing. Um, And uh, so my college career didn't turn out the way I would have wanted it to. So I, I, um, because I never drank in my life, so I never had alcohol, and I I stayed away from alcohol and drugs. And uh, as a young person, I just saw what it did to my family. I saw what community, so I, I avoided it at all costs. And uh, so there was an opportunity for me to enlist in uh, the military. And believe it or not, I, uh, my first option was to enlist in the United States Marine Corps mm-hmm. uh, on a buddy program. And one of my high school friends and I uh, went to the recruiter recruitment station, and we were just blown away by the uh, United States uh, Marine Corps. Opportunities there, and leaving upon leaving uh, the recruiting station, uh, we were approached by a, a Navy recruiter. Now, at the time, you have to keep in mind, you know, we're we're from the city, uh, we're yep. city kids. We don't know a lot.
1: <laughs> so we
0: didn't. I'm sure there are a lot of city kids who know a lot. We we just didn't. And uh, uh, he said to us, uh, you know, you could uh, if you join the Marine Corps, you could never join the United States Navy. But if you join the navy first and you don't like it, you can always go the Marines. Oh wow! And uh, you know, I was like, oh wait, wait a minute, why am I limiting limiting my options here? Yeah. So uh, I, I better join the navy first. <laughs> so which, which, which turns out that that's not true in any level, right? <laughs> not true at all. Uh, but 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 uh, I believed it at the time, <laughs> so uh, so uh, I joined the navy, not giving a second thought to swimming.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they <laughs> probably – so, yeah, think about that. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this this, this is – uh you know, I, I, I met every challenge in my life with some of the values and lessons that my grandmother taught me. But I uh, never gave a thought to uh, swimming. Um, I, I went through – I decided to uh, enlist in the United States Navy. My my buddy backed out, never entered the military, and uh, ended up in uh, jail and eventually prison. Oh, but wow. uh, I uh, I decided to go uh, into the navy, um, and uh, I, I quickly learned that uh, you have to take and pass a swim test. <laughs> you <to>
1: <laughs> had, had you ever done any real swimming prior to to that? Uh, oh, once, in- once. Oh my gosh! And
0: this was this is back when I, I I must have been uh, I don't know nine or ten. Uh, we went to a uh, like a YMCA. Uh, facility. Yep. Um, and, uh, you know, back then, you know, I was thrown in the water <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, I was thrown in the water by the, the uh, swimming instructor and I got out and never went back. And no, so it's not
1: a good experience. So why would you ever go back?
0: Right. Right. Until so I, uh, until I got to the Navy and where I was pushed, <laughs> pushed into the water again, <laughs> uh, uh, not reluctantly, I, you know, I was prepared to, to, to jump in, but uh, I, don't, I don't think I was moving fast enough for my uh, uh, swimming instructor. Who, oh, by the way, I had an opportunity to reconnect with uh, during Swim with a Mission, believe it or not. Uh, oh, wonderful. The, uh, the program that Phil top offers here. But, uh, yeah, so, so yeah, you know, more than 20 years later, I, I, I reconnected with him right here in New Hampshire.
1: Well, obviously, you survived the swim test. And you had yes, a distinguished career yeah. in the Navy.
0: Yes, um, I, uh, I, I got well. I I got through my swim test, but it wasn't um, you know, I know it, it wasn't that easy. Looking back on it, right? But I, but I got through I, and, and I passed. Uh, but but that was a, that was a hard journey because you know they, they taught you to swim the Navy way, and there was no uh, easy outs.
1: Well, and then you made your way to New Hampshire, and I think it's I think it's really fascinating that a young man grows up in Atlanta and Georgia and uh, ends up here in New Hampshire, the, you know, the live free or die state. And, um, yeah, how how did that happen and how did you kind of make a decision that New Hampshire is where you wanted to kind of put your roots?
0: Well, New Hampshire was so incredibly different than, uh, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, where I grew up. Uh, it, it was just a different place. Stone Mountain, between Stone Mountain and Atlanta, Georgia, it was just such a different, different environment. Um, uh you know it, it uh, some of the things that intrigued me uh about new hampshire was that uh many people i met never locked their doors many people i, I met would walk the streets late at night um uh, it, it was a quiet i, I like to refer to it as a quiet place uh much different than the environment i grew up in uh there were things that were challenging to me as a young uh a teenager, I want to say a young teenager, an older teenager in New Hampshire, been in the military. Uh, you know, like uh, getting haircuts, uh, buying clothing, uh, those type of things were were uh, different for me because it's um, in Georgia uh, where I grew up. There, there were a lot of uh, shops to get your haircut. There were a lot of shops that uh, buy clothing that I enjoyed wearing.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: that wasn't the case here. Uh, <laughs> I remember walking downtown in Portsmouth. Uh, and looking for the downtown. And uh, I remember a gentleman telling me, You are downtown. And, uh, and I'd grown and I, into, to really I, that downtown area. And so many of our cities around towns around our state, but it was so vastly different than, than the downtown of Atlanta, Georgia.
1: Yeah, I can only imagine. I must have, it must have been sort of culture shock in and maybe a good way, but such a big transition. But you've done so well here, Eddie, in so many ways. I mean, just think about it uh, from from getting into law enforcement, and then your career has been just a really a wonderful progression. Um, yeah, you, know, you know,
0: and that that was a transition uh, as well, uh, because initially I, I thought I would, uh, you know, have a career in, in the military. Um, and then I, I realized that, you know, Hampshire, New Hampshire is just a wonderful place to live, to be. And so I decided to, um, um, leave the military after my commitment time, uh, leave the military and establish a, my roots here in New Hampshire. I remember speaking to my mother on the phone and she asked, uh, when, when was I coming back home? You know, she, she knew I had, um. My my time in the military ended, and she asked, "Would I be returning home?" And I said, uh, "No, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I have no no interest in leaving New Hampshire." And in fact, I tried to encourage her and many other people and my family to move to the Northeast, particularly to New Hampshire, specifically in New Hampshire. And uh, they were not really interested in the cold weather. But uh, I, imagine I that, say, right? <laughs> right. Uh, you know, uh, so but 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 I I very much. Uh, Embrace the state, because the, the state embraced me. Uh, I, I think uh, everything that uh, you can dream of or imagine of, uh, you can achieve here, right here in the state of New Hampshire. And for me, the opportunities were, were just, uh, I, I just saw the state as a very different place. And I remember also uh, when I registered my car here in the state of New Hampshire and it said, live free or die on the plate. I remember yeah. driving my car home to Georgia, and I could not tell enough people about this plate. And, uh, <laughs> now, it was so fascinating that, that, that the folks uh, there uh, in, 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 the, in the South, in Georgia, my family and friends, uh, they were just blown away. They actually thought I put that on the plate. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's right. There's no there's no real license plate that says "Live Free or Die," right, Eddie? Exactly.
0: Yeah, it really touched me in a very different way. Um, um, you know, it, it brought forth the spirit of my grandmother. I, I thought it just brought, just spoke to so many opportunities and 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 just freedom, all right, and just just the opportunity to, to do what you want. And I, I really believe that I, I am one of those examples of just how um, many opportunities are available in the state. It, it, you know, if you want to reach and uh, reach out for them.
1: Well, and, and of course, you made a decision along the way to really invest uh, yourself into the state and and some uh, government and politics and 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 you you ran for the state senate back in fourteen and you ran for Congress in in eighteen. You know, it takes a certain kind of uh, courage uh, to do that. What what was going through your mind? What what kind of what motivated you to put because you got to put you when you put yourself out there, your your life becomes uh, sort of public record and, and uh, you become, uh, you know, potentially a target of criticism. So it really does take a, a certain amount of bravery to, to do what you've done. What, 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 how did you, how did you approach it, Eddie?
0: Well, well, well I have to be honest with you. Um, the, the, uh, um, I think the courage, I, to your point, I remember when I announced that I was going to uh, run for state Senate and I met with a few uh, folks, you know, you know how that goes, you know, meeting with advisors and campaign strategists and, folks like that. And many of them said to me, uh, you know, this is your your politics is a very different world. It's, it's very, uh, it can be very, very uh, nasty. It can be very uh, cutting and uh, a lot of backstabbing. <laughs> but, and so I, I uh, and, and people aren't always going to embrace you or like you. Or, and I reminded them, you know, I spent a career over 20 years in law enforcement. <laughs> and so many of the <laughs> things you talked about. I experienced throughout my law enforcement career, so it wasn't it wasn't new to me. Uh, and quite honestly, uh, uh, looking at my environment I grew up in, those things weren't new to me. So that part of politics did not frighten me. You know, uh, standing around, standing up for who you are, what you believe in, your values. Uh, that part was easy for me to be quite honest. Uh, and uh, and I think I found my, my home uh, in politics uh, in, in, a, in in a party, political party. Largely because of the values my grandmother taught. Me. Now, my grandmother never talked me, talked to me about uh, being a Republican or a Democrat, uh, or Libertarian, anything like that. She just talked to me about values, and and uh, growing up and understanding value systems of hard work, fairness, um, never never banging down from a fight but never starting one. Those type of things uh, they just stayed with me my entire life. And so when I entered politics. Uh, I felt comfortable in that space, uh, uh, but uh, I, I did not realize also just how um, um, how often things are are, 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 are twisted or, or misrepresented. Either, though. And I, and I think that's part of the part of the downside to politics, right? Um, but, but but overall, I, I think uh, my experience in law enforcement prepared me well uh, for. Politics, believe it or
1: not. Well, and it can be frustrating when you're either trying to get a message out and it gets distorted, or somehow people are saying things that are unfair about you or your background or your views or whatever it might be, or just unfair things. But I guess that's part of the nature of it. But, you know, one of the upsides, because I certainly know from the campaigns I've been involved in, is getting out there. The campaigning part is actually one of the really fun, but also educational things. And You know, as we're um, going about our Sunshine Initiative and trying to revitalize communities, starting with Newport, uh, now moving into uh, three more communities in New Hampshire that, you know, you're very familiar with, um, Laconia, uh, Rochester, Manchester, particularly the West Side. Um, You've been in those communities and, and other places throughout the state. And I think you probably... Unlike almost anybody else, I mean, you've been out there and really you have an appreciation for what this that these great little towns can be, particularly if just a little bit of extra effort and and uh, and, and positive spirit, what you can actually accomplish.
0: Well, well just a question, uh, Jay. And, and I think uh, the initiative you started, the Sunshine Initiative, it, it's one of those things that is so wonderful. It's, it's like magic. Uh, just being around positive people, positive energy. Uh, it's such a blessing. Uh, and so I, I can't thank you uh, and Karen enough of it for the initiative that you started. Um, and going back to what we spoke about a, a moment ago, uh, you know, uh, campaigning, that's one of the, the best things I, I think about politics is going out and meeting people, meeting people and having conversations and discussing things with them. You, you find so many positive, warm, uh, accepting people. Um, and our state's full of folks like that right so i think uh the initiative of sharing um and bringing people together and talking about all of the positive things uh that we're doing uh, i i think just lifts people's spirits uh i can't tell you like uh, when when i was in law enforcement just meeting with people in the community whether you're in politics meeting with people in the community uh, in my new role at uh, uh assistant commissioner of department of safety I meet mean, with so so many different people, uh, and that's the best part of what we do in life is connect with other folks and, and um, where they are. You know, that's that's the best part about it. Uh, I, I just love so many of our communities and, and love connecting
1: with people. So it's, well, you're so, in a you're in a great position right now. I mean, you're a senior official in the state. Uh, you not only have a you know a huge amount of responsibility, but I think you also have a great opportunity. To have influence over the direction of our state, the administration of our public safety, taking care of people, and uh, you know, I think, well, clearly, we in New Hampshire are fortunate to have you in that position because I know, I know personally that you care so deeply about the state and, and about our people, Eddie.
0: Well, well, thank you, Jay. And, and, and uh, as to you, and, and, that, and that's why I, I'm really happy that we're friends and we're able to connect on a level where we both value the. the, the beauty and wonder uh, of our state in uh, our country. You know, um, there's a deep love and a respect and admiration uh, for our, our country and our state. Uh, and you find that in so many walks of life here. Uh, just, just having conversations with people, you start to find that, that there's a lot of common ground um, to be had. And, and so for me, I just feel particularly blessed uh, knowing where, where I come from, uh, where I grew mm-hmm. up, having those, those those strong values even in difficult situations and being fortunate enough to live in a state like New Hampshire where uh, if you you know carry your values forward and, and you believe in things, even when they're difficult for you, uh, that's always a brighter sign. And I've always approached life that way. No matter how difficult the situation is, uh, there's something to be found positive in that situation that can improve your life, even even when things aren't working out well for you.
1: Yeah. Um, and there, oftentimes that's the case. I mean, when things aren't, you know, it's, it's funny. One of my experiences is that some of the greatest learnings take place when wow. things don't go the way you anticipated or even the way you thought you wanted. But all if right. you keep that, keep the view that, you know, every, every problem is really just a creative, exciting challenge and opportunity. And they all, all right. do contain the seeds of their own solution somewhere in there. And if you just right. keep kind of looking, you're going to find it. Right. Um, <laughs> and 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 that's that's the positive spirit i know you 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 really approach things with and i think it really makes all the difference in the world and you know and our listeners probably they, they know now what you do sort of uh, as your full-time work but they but you do so many other things too Eddie. i mean you're you're so active for veterans and veterans count you do, you participate in yeah. swim of the mission you're deeply involved in children of fallen patriots um, and then in addition to that you're with uh, John Stevens and myself with uh, taking care of uh, youth and with the youth count program um it's just you know you're, 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 you devote so much time and, right. uh, and it's because you care
0: it really is well, well uh, you're, you're right Jay I, I, I really uh, wanted to invest my, myself in a community that embraced me right and I know what this state has given me I know what this country has given me and so I want to do all I can to to pay that back. And, and I think, uh, you know, whether it was uh, belonging to veterans organizations like uh, Children of Fallen Patrons, uh, Veterans Count, or or, or statewide uh, support groups or, or community groups like uh, Easter Seals, uh, vouchers for veterans, uh, working, uh, like, as you said, with uh, John Stevens and yourself and many others on, on an initiative to work with um children at risk. There, there are so many different things, whether it's um, volunteering with my wife, who's a big animal so, uh, supporter uh, at shelters. Uh, there are so many ways to give back. And, and when I think about uh, mental health and substance abuse, things that really uh, ravaged the community I grew up in. And uh, I want to make sure that we do all we can to make sure that we have opportunities for young people and, and adults, really, uh, to get moved past that. It's not an easy thing. But, but I think when you've been blessed and you've been fortunate in life, the uh, best thing you can do is repay with your time and your energy. Uh, that, that,
1: that, is, that is so well said, Eddie. And I think as, as we kind of wrap on, on this um, ed- edition of the American Sunshine podcast, I'd like to do also one huge shout out to Cindy Edwards, because Cindy is just like a rock as well. And to your grandma. What a, what a great influence in your life. And uh, think, think, about, think about that huge positive impact. But, um, so, Eddie, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us. Uh, this truly, as we say, American Sunshine, the podcast, is about inspirational stories and the power of the human spirit. And you're just such a great illustration of you know, what, what is really possible.
0: Well, thank you, Jay. Thank you for all of the wonderful work you're doing in our state. Uh, to revitalize so many of our communities. And and, uh, I just, uh, God bless you and uh, stay well.
1: Thank you, Eddie. Thanks Thanks so very much. Thank you.